This is a shock podcast. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that's a bit like Liverpool. We also came from behind twice last night. Oh, Faisal, puasa, puasa. Why? We were playing futsal last night. <laughs> Today we have Nicholas John. Hello, hello. Who would never knock down a kid's phone, unlike some people, <coughs> Ronaldo. <laughs> And uh, Karami Kamil is here. What's happening, guys? He gets knocked down, but he gets up again. You ain't never going to keep him down. I am Faisal Merika, and I do the knocking down in my dreams. The Premier League had its biggest match of the season, and I can confidently say it definitely lived up to the hype. Manchester City and Liverpool played out a 2 all draw. City started off very strongly, with Kevin De Bruyne putting him ahead early on. Diego Jota equalised for Liverpool, but City went into halftime with a 2-1 lead, thanks to Gabriel Jesus. City went into the second half quite sloppily, Maybe with a bit of over, overconfidence, and uh, this allowed Sadio Mane to make it two all. Uh, guys, uh, what do you think about this match? Um, as happy as I am with the draw, I have to admit City were slightly better. Uh, yeah, look, this match was first of all the perfect example of why Man City and Liverpool are two of the best teams in the Premier League right now. Um, you mentioned City was sloppy at mom- at times. I think both teams actually had their moments where maybe they took their eye off the ball. But I think all in all, this was a very evenly matched encounter. Uh, even Jurgen Klopp likened it to a boxing match between two top heavyweights. You know, one person throws a punch, the other one throws one back. Uh, I-, I stand by what I said the last time, which is that City will come away the happier of the two teams because... There isn't a lot of time remaining, just seven games to go. And a one-point advantage could be the only difference between the two teams at the end of the season. But at the same time, don't rule out Liverpool either because while City have the mathematical advantage, uh, the Reds will be high on morale because they narrowed the gap from, what what was it, like 12, 13 points at one at one stage of the 14, season? I think. Yeah, to now just one. Uh, also in this match... Like like how Klopp said, you know, in the boxing match, City strikes, Liverpool responds. City strikes, Liverpool responds. So they'll be high on morale and, and they'll be really fancying their chances as well. So yeah, the Reds are, are still very much in it. The Reds are still very much in it, Nick. But uh, I think I have to agree with you that City, has, City is in the driving seat right now because, like you said, one point lead, seven games to go. And at... With City's current form at the moment, I don't see any other team in the EPL besides Liverpool beating Manchester City. So, But uh, to the match, I thought... I really, really thought that City would... I agree with Faisal that City were a bit better because there were a few clear-cut chances for City. I think uh, the substitute Riyad Mahrez had two or three good chances, could not manage to hit the target. And De Bruyne, uh, I think, of a couple of chances that he should have scored, but somehow, some way, it did not went in. And Liverpool also, it 
it was a great great match it was entertaining from start to end uh, of the totally different vibe from what we saw at the good at the Goodison Park the day before right <laughs> so, <laughs> i just had to i just we'll get to, to that later <laughs> don't so, worry you will get your you'll get your 5 minutes <laughs> okay um but uh i don't i'm i was wondering why Klopp was playing for the draw at the towards the end of the match cuz um Liverpool is still behind, right? So hopefully he has something up his sleeves uh, with the remaining seven matches, and I just want a few more squeaky, squeaky bum matches down the road. Mm. Now, before we go on, right? What do you think of the rivalry between these two clubs? I mean, uh, it's too friendly, right? Doesn't it make you wish for the same? intensity and hatred of like Fergie's United and uh, Wenger's Arsenal players mocking the opposing team's uh, missed penalties <laughs> uh that was that would that were the the days right Faisal I miss those those days but I think this vibe that that Liverpool and City are giving to each other I think it's kind of refreshing cuz it's not like they were being friendly during the match they were very very competitive during the match but r- right after the final whistle was blown i thought they were giving each other respects and both of the teams i think deserve the respects that have been given no, but but the other thing is yes it is a much friendlier much more respectful kind of relationship no pizzas in faces yeah no pizzas in faces <laughs> no no one trying to break legs but the, the quality of the match the the entertainment value in the games is still there so at, at the end of the day yes this one is, is maybe not as as bitter and intense as, as some of the older rivalries but the matches that we are seeing are just as exciting all right so let's get back to it um city as you mentioned nick one point ahead and it looks like the title is city's to lose uh, looking at the remaining fixtures um city have games against wolves brighton watford leeds newcastle west ham and aston villa from that lot I don't know, maybe the Hammers could get a result against them. Uh, Meanwhile, Liverpool are up against Manchester United. Automatic three points. (laughs) (laughs) Everton, automatic three points. Uh, Newcastle, Spurs could be tricky. Uh, Also, they're against Villa, uh, Southampton and Wolves. I I think it's hard to say where either team could drop points, you know, because we've reached a part of the season where teams are now not just playing for the title, they are playing for the top four, they are playing to avoid uh, relegation. So, on paper, yes, you could say that uh, both teams, you know, could ask, okay, on, on paper, there is quality there for Liverpool and Man City to beat all the teams uh, that they have to play for the remainder of the season. But you never know because, let's say, for example, Liverpool versus Everton, you said it's automatic three points, but the Toffees are in a relegation battle. Uh, there's also pride to play for. It is the Merseyside derby. So in reality, there are other factors that could affect the outcome of a match as well. So uh, it, it, it's really hard to say just looking at the, the fixture list, you know, where they could drop points. But what what is, is for sure is that both Liverpool and City have the quality to win every remaining match if they maintain their focus and, and, and you know, don't take their eye off the ball. 
Nick was trying to be politically correct, trying to be nice <laughs> by saying that Everton fighting for relegation. We don't know what's going to happen. Come on, Nick. It's six straight points for Liverpool for the first two matches. It's United and Everton. So, yeah. <laughs> I agree with the United bit, yeah. <laughs> no, but, but, but the, point, the point I'm trying to say is that you, you don't know... You, exactly what's going to happen. And the City have dropped points before this as well in matches where, you know, they were expected to win. So, you never know. The, the possibility is still there. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree with Nick. Um, uh, it's it's still anybody's ball game. but uh, back to the main point, I think it is City's title to lose now because if they drop points against all the team that Faisal just said just now, it has to be on them. So, yeah. Pep Guardiola and his team better better be better be ready down the road. But it'll be really awesome if it drags on until the final day of the season, right? Can you imagine that? that it will be great because you know what? Because Liverpool is leading on goal difference, right? I think I'm, I'm sorry. Liverpool's goal difference is better than City. So if City do drop points, then Liverpool is definitely ahead of the of the race of the title race. Now, if you didn't get enough of the action last night, you can look forward to a rematch this weekend with City hosting Liverpool in the FA Cup. Also in the uh, Premier League, uh, Manchester United lost 1-0 away at Everton. Uh, The result means that Everton are four points off the relegation zone, while United are seventh, uh, six points off Champions League qualification. United can't even get a result against Everton. So it's safe to say they can kiss their top four hopes goodbye. eh? Yes, I've been saying that for quite a while and I have chosen Arsenal to be in the top (laughs) four. I have to reiterate that. Uh, But back to the match, the United match. It was... It was... Horrible. It Mm -hmm. was, dude. It was. United players had no passion. At least Everton, the Evertonians wanted to survive from relegation, I guess. But United players just did not show show up. I, don't, I can't remember the United having any clear-cut chances on goal. Mm-hmm. That's that's how bad it was. I'm not going to talk bad to Maguire because, you know, it's Ramadan, I'm fasting. <laughs> but <laughs> but if Ole, Ole, if you're listening, I'm sorry, Ole. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Does it still count if you're talking truth about Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing is for certain. Lah. Um, the only person who showed a bit of passion was uh, Cristiano Ronaldo when he knocked that kid's uh, phone off his hand. Yeah, in case you missed it, Ronaldo received a lot of stick for smashing a kid's phone as he was walking, or should I say limping off the pitch. Guys, you think a person of his stature would know better, right? I mean... Uh, but I reckon it just uh, reinforces the view that I've always had, that he's always been a spoiled man-child. Yeah, th- th- there's nothing that he can say to justify his actions, you know. I, and, and he knows it, which is why he's already apologised. Uh, but th- the thing about Ronaldo is that he's got this huge PR machine working for him, so safe to say there'll be plenty of, you know, damage control and, and 
some gestures, nice gestures here and there to try and smooth things over to avoid a potential lawsuit. But yeah, absolutely no defence for, for what Ronaldo did. Elsewhere, uh, third-placed Chelsea bounced back from their slump by thrashing Southampton 6-0. What a comeback. Uh, Tottenham remain in fourth place after beating Aston Villa 4-0. Karami's second team, Arsenal, lost 2-1 at Brighton. <laughs> Brentford beat West Ham 2-0. Newcastle, 1-0 win over Wolves. Leeds smashed Watford 3-0. And Norwich, 2-0 win over Burnley. On the local front, congratulations to Tan Kian Meng and Lai Peijing for winning the mixed doubles title at the Korean Badminton Open. Yes, it was a great feat for Kian Meng, Tan Kian Meng and Lai Peijing because uh, I think it, the last title that they've won was five years ago. Uh, in 2017 in Malaysia so this was refreshing and um, I'm not saying I'm just not jumping into conclusion right now but I think Kian Meng's decision to leave BAM might come to fruition now we can see it now because uh, if y'all didn't know right because uh, Lai Peijing was dropped by BAM f- due to her f- uh, poor performances so Kian Meng was supposed to stay with BAM but since Tan Kian Beng wanted to stay partners with Lai Peijing, he f- left BM and and then moved on as a professional. So, so to see them winning this uh, for their first title in five years, from to all from all the adversities, from all the hurdles that they've got to go through just to get here, I think this is refreshing, and I really, really hope that this would kick off their careers back on track to get more titles in the future. Uh, over in motorsports, uh, Charles Leclerc won the Australian F1 GP ahead of Sergio Perez uh, to continue Ferrari's fine start to the season. George Russell finished third to claim his first podium for Mercedes. While in MotoGP, Enya Bastianini won the Grand Prix of the Americas. Finally, a bit of golf news. World number one, Scotty Scheffler won the Augusta Masters to claim his first major title. Tiger Woods was uh, 13 over par in his first official match since that horrific car crash. Well, that wraps it up for another Podball Sportscast. Uh, But before we go, I just want to say it's normal to get discouraged when things don't quite work out the way you want them to. But you know what? It's the process that really matters. The effort that you're making today will bring dividends tomorrow. So keep going. You're doing great. You absolute legend. I'm Faisal Merigan. I am Karami Kamel. And I'm Nicholas Jot. 